0: Hi, this is Dr. Terry, and this is episode 20 of Chat with Dr. Terry, the podcast. So, today is Friday, February 17th, 2020. And as we're in the midst of a global pandemic, my intention for doing this episode is just to help put things into perspective as it relates to recognizing your individual needs within a crisis. You know, there's so much happening during this time. And, you know, so much stimuli that we're exposed to from job changes and adjustments, being stressed, for some of us being traumatized, burned out, um, scared, worried, etc. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're still working, not working, working from home, whether your health has been impacted personally or that of your loved ones or those you know, we're exposed to all of it. Um, and during strange times like these, it could be difficult to navigate things and figure out how to live in this new normal and transition through this new normal, which you know will likely be our normalcy for a while. So I've entitled this episode, The Art of Saying No, A Guide to Self-Preservation, because I really feel that self-preservation will be vital in navigating this new normal that we're living in. As I'm talking, I can imagine that some of you might have somewhat of a generic understanding of what self-preservation means, but I want to be sure to provide clarity on what it could look like. So self-preservation is literally preserving yourself. It's your instinct to act in your best interest to protect yourself, to save yourself from being injured, and ensure your survival. A little example of self-preservation could be you know, running away when you see a bear charging at you. But it can also be something like, you know, setting a boundary that you won't answer the phone for a certain person after a certain time in the day. Maybe because that person tends to be negative and you might not want that to affect your night or your evening or for any other reason. As humans, we have different instincts, two of which are one to self-preserve and also um, an instinct to help. But with our instinct to help, especially during a time where a lot of people are in need of support and help in different ways, we might find that overextending ourselves in effort to be of help to others during a pandemic when we're trying to stay afloat and keep our head above water ourselves isn't at all self-preserving. It might even be self-sacrificing. So setting limits and boundaries in all aspects and every area of our lives could be really helpful during this time. And this is going to mean something differently for everyone listening. It's probably the reality for a lot of you listening that um, some of your previously set boundaries have been compromised during this pandemic. One common boundary that many working professionals tend to make is that they won't bring work home. But now, guess what? If you're still able to work, you're of course forced to work from home. So maybe the previously established sanctity and comfort of your home is compromised because you work um, in that environment and your work is now done there. And as such, you might be experiencing some fatigue or some overwhelm or feeling like your workload is too much during this time. You know, So in effort to navigate a huge change like this, one boundary To help your self-preservation might be deciding to only answer work emails during a certain time frame or doing work on your computer in one area of your house. It could be saying no to picking up additional projects, um, saying no to taking on more clients or more patients or taking on more overtime. I wanna be clear that personally, I am all about hustle and having that hustle mentality. I think it's great to be able to boss up and hustle when you have the ability to do so. Um, but I'm only urging people to be cognizant of burnout and when their self-preservation isn't maintained. People often have this inherent desire to be of help to others as it's you know a really nice gesture Um, But it also feeds into our ego and it does make us feel good when we're helpful. So choosing to say no to things might initially be very uncomfortable, but it could be necessary to do so in an effort to preserve ourselves and manage this tendency to overextend ourselves whether you're someone who's in the front lines um, working in the front lines in a hospital setting or fighting this virus to save patients or someone who works in a corporate environment and have the ability to work from home or you're a small business owner and maybe unfortunately you're not able to keep your business open during this time so you're having to adjust and do something differently self-preservation is necessary to maintain our mental health in all of these different scenarios and different settings so as you're thinking of your own boundaries and how to practice being more self-preserving, I want it to be applicable for any area that's relevant to you. Again, whether that's in relationships, whether that's in your work life, maybe, you know, socially. Like your exposure to media during this time or anything else. Um, in effort to think about self preservation, I put together seven simple ways to practice being more self preserving and um, how that might look like for each of you. So, the first way, number one, is to be mindful. Being mindful and aware of your feelings and knowing how your interactions with people or different environments which might be, you know, like a work environment, how those different interactions make you feel. Um, A personal example for me is, you know, I know the way that I react and respond to certain people in my life. And so I have to be very mindful of my communication to them, how I'm interpreting what they're saying, how I'm processing it, the time of day, all of that. So just being mindful of what that looks like for you. Number two is knowing your limits, whether that's your spiritual limits, your emotional limits, your mental or your physical limits. I think it's so important to know when you've had enough, when you've gotten to the brink, um, you know, the point of your of your breaking, your breaking point before the burnout has actually happened. That way you can choose to do something in effort to prevent burnout from happening. Number three, I think it's important to increase your awareness. This could be awareness of your feelings um for me when i'm feeling resentment or annoyance or anxiety that's a cue for me and more importantly i know what anxiety looks like in my body and what it feels like in my body so once i'm you know becoming hot or my ears start to ring or my heart rate is increasing that signals to me that something's wrong and i'm able to check in with myself and act accordingly so for reference i recently posted a video um on grounding techniques to manage anxiety on chat with Dr. Terry's Instagram um, page. So you can look at that video as a reference. Number four, I think it's important to incorporate self-validation, just acknowledging the importance of the limits and boundaries that you're wanting to set and giving yourself permission to implement them. I think it's really important for us to recognize that it is okay to want to set these boundaries and giving ourselves permission to do so. Sometimes we might tend to second and third guess ourselves and make excuses and apologies for the poor behavior of other people. I think it's important to establish boundaries so that your needs are met, and it's okay to have requirements of how you want people to treat you. Number five, I think it's really important to practice. Practice implementing assertiveness while directly communicating your boundaries to others. Assertive communication takes practice, um, and really a simple way of doing so can be by just using I statements as you're relaying your needs to other people. You know, it's easy to point the finger and to blame and to displace blame on other people for how they're treating us. But I think it's so much more important and it might be difficult initially, but so much more important to practice owning how we feel and using those I statements to relay a message. Number six, I think it's important to reflect This could be on our past or present relationships, in the context of those relationships, maybe recognizing how some are healthy versus others might not have been healthy. Um, Do you find that fulfilling the needs of others was reciprocated in these relationships so that your needs were also met? This could be helpful to reflect on in your relationships, whether they're platonic or they were romantic, your work relationships, friendships, any of the relationships. Number seven, I think it's important to be mindful that you can start small. Remember if you're struggling um, currently or if you've struggled in the past with implementing boundaries and have historically been more self-sacrificing than been self-preserving, doing so right now is probably not going to be easy for you. But practicing it can help you improve the skill. So starting small might mean thinking of all of your boundaries that you want to implement with people or with situations or environments and trying to implement the least significant one with someone or with an environment that's least threatening. And once you're successful, continuing to practice from there. Um, So starting small can kind of give you that motivation to increase and maybe implement, you know, stricter boundaries with more difficult environments or people. Lastly, um, as this episode is titled The Art of Saying No, it could be helpful to start thinking of some of the things you can say no to this upcoming week. This is something that's personal. We all should be you know, somewhat aware of the people in our lives, the places, the things that honestly deplete us. So with the current condition of our society and our world right now, it could be that much more important to take inventory of where you might need to say no. Your mental health and your sanity might be dependent on it. Um, Your personal well-being might be dependent on it. Your ego even might be dependent on it. So thinking about what areas you can say no could be a helpful activity to start um, doing this week. So, of course, as always, I'm really Hopeful that this episode was helpful to some of you, if not all of you. Um, I will be posting um, videos on the podcast Instagram page every other Wednesday, really providing in-person, real-time direction for how to implement some of these skills, how to manage some of these things that I'm presenting on the episodes um, and furthering our efforts to really, you know, improving our mental health in, in all areas. Um, I am open to feedback, um comments, suggestions. Feel free to email me. The email is on the podcast um, Instagram page as well, or you can DM me. um And as always, I look forward to more conversations to have on this um, platform. Thank you for listening.